heart. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for these final days of this year. And Lord, we thank you that each one, even listening to this today, would be ready what you have for them. Lord, I thank you for a heavenly purpose, for a heavenly vision, and a heavenly plan of action. Lord, in your presence, that all the other plans, all the other agendas uh, would be burned up so that only the heavenly plan will remain in Jesus' name. Lord, bless each one. If somebody's feeling down, if somebody's feeling depressed, going through challenges, thank you for your strengthening power in Jesus' name, for your healing power. Lord, in your presence, there's fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. Thank you, Lord. Let the Word do what you sent it out to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So what does tomorrow hold? What does the new year hold? What is going to happen in the future? Uh, usually around this time of the year, people are thinking about this. So I want to give you some things from the Bible that will be a great blessing to you as, um, as you going forward in your life uh, so that you won't be just uh, spinning your wheels. You won't be, uh, 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 you know, just going with hope and uh, wishful thinking and, um, and then or just grabbing a hold of things in the natural, you know, coming up with the New Year's resolutions um, on a last minute and then, you know, finding out after the second week of the New Year that you've actually broken all your New Year's resolutions. But let the Lord speak to you about the things that need to be addressed and then grab a hold of that which comes from heaven. Uh, first scripture I want to give to you is Psalm 127. It says, um, except, this is from the King James, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh, but in vain. The beginning part of the verse again. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. So there's a there's a way there's a there's a there's a there's a way of living that uh, has a lot of working and doing but not producing the results that you want. And here the Word of God reveals that there is a way to live that is laboring in vain. So things are getting done, but it's not going to be anything that's profitable. And I believe you share the same heart as I do. You don't want to do things in life that are not going to profit you. So let's go into the few of these things, Lord, dropped on my heart that I wanted to encourage you with. Number one is to get going and get moving. That means that if you've been disappointed, if you've been uh, stuck in some situation, maybe you faced something, maybe you got offended, maybe um, you went through an issue in a relationship Maybe you went through a financial difficulty and as a result of those things that you went through, it's almost like you just stopped. You came into a standstill. I want to encourage you today, you know, the Lord loves you. He, he has a wonderful plan for your life. Get moving. Number one thing, whatever that caused you to stop, get moving let's get things going start to do something 
If you're living here in the Uusimaa region, if you're anywhere in Finland, jump in. Let's do things together this Christmas. Let's be a blessing to people. Come in on a Sunday for a Sunday service. My number one thing, let's get moving. Because you cannot direct something that isn't moving. Um, whatever it is that caused you to stop and to, uh, you know, disappointments, depression, feelings, challenges... Um, you know, sometimes it's it's caused by other people, betrayal and things like that. You can't control other people, but you can you can decide. I'm gonna get moving again. I'm not gonna let this disappointment keep me down. I'm gonna get moving. And number two is that understand that God made you to be an original. That means that no two people are exactly the same. And while the Word of God remains the same for everyone and uh, the precious Holy Spirit of God, of course, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But we have different personalities and there's different giftings and God has a plan and a purpose for you that is custom made. What many people do is when they go through a situation or they... They, they don't know what to do. They end up just copying what somebody else does and then saying what somebody else does. There is the genuine, authentic, real, original voice that God wants to bring forth through you that is not a copy of somebody else. And there is a plan and a purpose that God has for you that is from heaven, that is born of the Spirit, that when you speak and you step out and begin to do what God has for you, heaven will show up. I'm getting personally very excited about this broadcast, so I pray that you are getting excited as well. So number one, get moving. Whatever caused you to stop, let's get moving today. And secondly, be an original. Don't be a copy. Don't just do what somebody else, is, else does, but... Take time to hear from heaven and let it be born of the Spirit of God. The number three, point number three, and this I'm going to give you a scripture for this one, uh, Romans 12 and 3. And the reason I'm not spending excessive a time for each of these points is I wanted to quickly give you something that will encourage you and also challenge you because I also realize everybody who's watching this, you are in a different place. Some of you... Uh, this this is going to be a full package for you. Some of you, a few of these things will be just what you needed for today. Number three is the grace of God for your life. Romans 12 and 3 says, this is from the King James again. For I say, through the grace given unto me, that every man that is among you, uh, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God had dealt to every man a measure of faith, talking about the measure of faith, and then the grace given unto me, grace given unto me. You can see in the life uh, of Apostle Paul as you go through the book of Acts and the letters that there was definitely a grace on his life, and there's a grace that God has for you that makes things look easy when you are operating in that grace. It's so wonderful to see people in different areas of life in business some businessmen and uh, business ladies they, they just make things look so easy it's surprising it's like you listen and you see what they're doing 
and they're doing incredible things and they just make it look so easy. That's what happens when God's grace is on your life. You can, and, and don't, don't, don't worry about the position at this time. Don't worry about all these, these, these practical, technical things. But when you connect with that grace and you operate in that grace that God has for you, um, it, it, is, it is wonderful. And it's encouraging to see for anybody who loves the Lord and wants to see the kingdom move forward. It is very encouraging to see somebody in their grace, whatever it is, operating and moving forward. So number one is, uh, point was to get moving. Number two was to be an original. And number three, uh, to uh, connect and discover the grace that God has for you and operate in that the grace. Now, number four is the vision. Number four is the vision. God has called you to be a man or a woman of vision. Man or a woman of vision. That means that you're not just go, uh, going through life, being tossed from one side to another, unsure of what's going to happen in your life. But there is a divine purpose and a vision and a plan of God that is on the inside of you. That you, others may not, some people may think that you're nuts because you see something that others can't see. And then you're going to do what others are not able to to do that's what it means um, um uh, pastor evangelist dr aura roberts um uh, has a book which you know is a great book uh, seeing the invisible and doing the impossible in numbers 13 and 14 you will discover israelites as the spies were sent out to the land 10 of the spies as they came back back and these were these were mighty noble leaders of their tribes. They came back. Ten of them said, uh, it's a beautiful land. So they agreed. All 12 agreed that it was a beautiful land, wonderful land. It's, uh, it's, it's exactly as, as God said. But 10 out of 12 said, we're not able to do it. We're not able to take the land. Two of them, Joshua and Caleb, said, we can easily take the land. We are well able to do it, one translation said. And what the issue was, was the vision. The 10 saw themselves as grasshoppers. And they thought that the opponents, the enemy, saw them as grasshoppers as well. So they had a grasshopper mentality or a vision. Uh, and we are called as God's people who've been anointed and being baptized into the Holy Spirit, you see it actually as a repeated pattern also in the New Testament that when the power came as Holy Spirit came, the, the, the believers spoke in new tongues. In Acts chapter 2 and 8 and 9 and 10 and 19, they spoke in other tongues and then they also prophesied. They begin to speak things to come, things that are to come. It's part of our covenant to be able to have vision for what God has for us. God has a vision and a plan for you. And just, just make a note of this. It's not something that you have to figure out. That's how you get into trouble. But you need to be able to exercise your faith to understand that by the Holy Spirit, the things of the Spirit are born on the inside of you. 
and you can have a vision. And we often say this, that if you don't have your own vision, connect yourself with somebody who has a vision. You know, join, join us and help us uh, reach Finland and send people to the nations. Uh, part of our vision, uh, you know, Bible school is on right now. We have awesome students right now. Even as I'm speaking, uh, they're in their fourth hour class, which we added this, this, this fall. A wonderful class going on right now, and God is raising up people uh, for these end times. Many will go to the nations. Many will stay here in Finland to reach cities and uh, fulfill what God has, has for them. So there's a vision. There's a plan. Uh, join us. Even this, like I said earlier, this Christmas being a blessing to many people. That was number four, is the vision. And number five, uh, let me challenge you that this question is, is, is what moves you? What irritates you? So like, can I say what irritates? What bothers you? Like genuinely, you know, obviously we can have our personality preferences and so forth. We're all different, you know. We have, you know, our likes and, you know, People like different seasons and times, and some people like the spring, some people like the winter, some people like the summer, and so forth. Some people like the fall, some, you know. But I'm talking about genuinely in your spirit. What bothers you? Uh, you know, sometimes something that really bothers you uh, it, it could be linked to what God has called you to do. Ten years ago, when we came to Finland, um, yeah, and Lord had put in our hearts, and I don't want to go into the whole story because I, I don't want to make this this just about um, you know that thing alone. Because I want to hit you with these few things and 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 do my best by the by the help of the Lord to to help you stir something in you. But when we came to Finland ten years ago, specifically for the purpose of the the beginning of the church, you know what was stirring in our hearts was really to honor. God in Finland, to put God first in Finland, because we didn't see people with that passion, putting God first, honoring Him, coming together on a Sunday morning to worship Him, put Him first, thank Him, praise the Lord, worship Him, tell Him that we love Him, that, that, that all of our lives, He's number one. As an, as, as an expression of it, very beginning of the week, we give Him the first hours and we give him our best gifts, we honor him. That was actually part of the vision. Linked to that is, of course, to reach everyone with the good news of the gospel, but to put God first. And that was something that was stirring in you. What really moves you? You know, some people, certain things just, you know, it moves them, it moves their heart. And that could be something that's linked into the calling and a vision that God has for you, you know, let me read this to you briefly. This was, this was, you know, almost 10 years ago. This was part of the vision originally why we came to Finland. That River Church Finland is born out of a vision to honor God in Finland. We want to see a church rising in Finland that loves Jesus from all of their hearts, strong in their faith, uncompromised uncom in teaching of the word and fully surrendered to the Holy Spirit. We believe that Sunday church can be a place where Christians can get spiritual nourishment so that they can face the week full of the power. Our vision is that every Finn will hear the good news of the gospel and can find a church where they can grow in their faith in order to bear fruit. We want to see people prosper. We want to see Finland prosper. But it began with putting God first. And just that one sentence, you know, it was something that really touched our heart. It, it didn't sit well with us. 
uh, that people were running after everything else, uh, but not after the things of God. So what moves you in your heart? And the sixth point I have here is whatever is born of the Spirit is what's going to last. Whatever is born of the Spirit is going to last. Proverbs 14 and 12, Proverbs 14 and 12 says, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs 14 and 12 says, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So what's born of the Spirit of God? This is not something that is, you know, we're not talking about something that's born of uh, in, a, in the minds of men, but I'm talking about yielded people in the hands of the Lord, people who love the Lord, people who worship the Lord, and then they desire to see God's purposes and plans fulfilled on the earth. Something that is born by the Spirit of God inside of God's people that is going to produce amazing fruit in the years to come and now well let me give you a review of these things so number one to stir you up today is to get moving don't stay in your place start moving get things moving if if you've been um, you know stuck whatever number two be an original number three tap into the grace that God has for you realize that there's a grace for you and then number three uh four is to understand that there's a vision and a plan that god has for you and then number five i asked you a question what moves you and number six that which is born of the spirit is going to last so you may be thinking what can i do um, um to to step forward i'm going to give you a few steps what to do number one praise a lot praise a lot and um, uh, if this is something that's new to you, begin to glorify God. If, if in the Old Testament, God inhabited the praises of his people, you could say in the New Testament, the New Covenant, God inhabits the people of praise. Your, uh, your body as a, as a born-again believer is described as a temple of the Holy Spirit. That's why you don't mess around. You don't meddle and, and get in the, in the middle of the things of the world. You don't allow the things of the world into your heart or uh, affecting your body. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And there should be a worship service going on at all times. So praise a lot and pray in tongues a lot because your, um, your thought processes are not running in the way that they normally do when you're praying in the spirit because you are speaking what's coming out of your spirit so praise a lot and then pray in the holy spirit in your heavenly language a lot that's going to help you do it daily secondly stay connected to a local church stay connected to a local church ephesians 4 talks about that god gave gifts to lord god gave gifts to us when Jesus ascended on high. So Jesus is at the right hand, but he saw fit to give us gifts. These are the ministry gifts in the church. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, uh, pastors, and teachers. It, that, those, that, those are the gifts that uh, help you to grow. If you disconnect yourself from the gifts that Jesus gave you, it, you're going to be missing something. 
you're going to be missing something. So, so stay connected to a live church and stay connected to the teaching and preaching of God's word so that you can truly get everything heaven has for you. And thirdly, it's the word of God, according to Hebrews 4, that reveals the thoughts and intents of the heart. So on a daily basis, read the word and let the word read you. When you study the word, the word is studying you. So you get the word in you, remain in him, his words remain in you. And it's wonderful. That's the union we call the call to stay in because we need that discerner, that word to continually work in us so we can recognize what is the soul and what is the spirit. And then fourthly, connect everything you do systematically to the lost souls and bringing them into the kingdom. Make sure there's nothing in your life, nothing major. Make sure your business is connected to reaching souls. Make sure your business is a kingdom business. You know, if you have a ministry, make sure that it's connected to getting people saved. Otherwise, we are just wasting our time. And there's there's different things and grace that God has for us, but it all has to be linked to the most important mission that we have, which is reaching lost souls. Connect everything you have in soul winning and reaching and watch what the Lord will do. And finally, sow financially into your future that the Lord has for you. Sow financially, purposefully, and consistently. Uh, when we stepped out, um, uh, you know, when we left Finland over 20 years ago uh, to, to go to Bible school, and it was really an amazing, the Lord's, Lord's mercy and, and, and favor was on us, and he, he, I believe he saw a hunger of our hearts, and he helped us and really met us, uh, you know, with that, with that, with that uh, wonderful grace, and he, he took us to the other side of the world. But very quickly, as we begin our Bible school, we recognize that, hey, uh, we are going to begin to sow consistently and purposefully for the future. And to, to share a very long story, extremely short, when we came, and especially when we started the church, we had no financial support from outside. We didn't have any supporters. We didn't have, you know, things in the natural organized, but we knew we were in the plan and the purpose and the vision of God. We knew it was God's plan for us. And second thing we knew from the time that at that time, 10 years earlier, we had started the Bible school, we had been sowing financially for the purpose and the plan of God for our lives. So when we started the church, I did, there, was, there was so many things I didn't know. There were so many things I needed to learn. There's so many things that, that we were just still in the middle of, of, of learning. But I knew that we were in the right place and I knew that we had seed in the ground. For the Bible says, and what we sow is what we're going to reap. So it's vital as you are believing for big things that you also are involved in sowing big seed because you're believing for a big harvest. So let me give you these steps again. I want to encourage you, put them to use. Don't be a, just a hearer of the word today, but put them to use. So praise, up your praise, praise a lot and enter into worship. Take time uh, daily to really praise and worship and give God thanks. He's worthy of our praise. And then pray in tongues 
a lot. You need that time when your spirit is strengthened and your mind is not occupied with natural thoughts. And stay connected to church so you can benefit from the gifts that the Lord has given to you. And then daily take time in the Word so that the Word can do a work in you. And connect everything you have and every area of your life to reaching lost souls. Because ultimately that's the only thing that's going to matter. And finally... Uh, connect your finances, begin to sow seed purposefully, consistently, and, uh, and uh, financially for the plan that God has for you. Because when you get serious in these areas, I'm telling you something is going to happen.